San Jose, California, it's the Frugal Life Podcast. And here's the host, Ricky Hershey. Welcome to the Frugal Life. I have exciting news. As of yesterday, I am now a licensed CPA in the state of California. So my advice will be so much better now. Uh, Well, maybe that's not actually how it works. There isn't like a magic switch that turns on or anything. But that being said, I'm working on some new branding and changes to my book, A Real Money Book. I'm making some changes to the book cover and some changes to the book itself, and I'll have a relaunch for it. So stay tuned and get excited. Also, if you buy the book now, I will ensure you have access to the new edition when it launches. Check it out on Amazon. Links will be in the show notes. This week, I got back from a trip to San Diego, and it was a blast. I saw friends and family and good stuff. And on the drive back, I listened to The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. It was a pretty interesting book. Speaking of which, if you haven't done a free trial of Audible yet, you should check it out. I'm going to share a link. You can get two free audiobooks, which you get to keep. That's how I listened to this book. It was one of my free audiobooks. Anyways, the 10x rule revolves around the idea of setting big goals. And my big goal for this month is to get 1,000 listens on the podcast. I'm currently sitting at about 200 as of recording, so please, if you haven't heard all the episodes, go back, give them a listen, share the podcast with people who haven't heard it, and review it on Apple Podcasts. It all helps me tremendously. And as I mentioned in previous episodes, if you review on Apple Podcasts, you will get a chance to win an Amazon gift card. Also, please help me with engagement. I'm looking for questions so I can answer the questions and give you a better program. Okay, so we're going to jump into the break, and afterwards we will get into today's topic. Okay, welcome back. So a listener wrote in and asked me, should I invest all of my money in Disney and Nintendo? Well, I don't want to speak too much on these two companies in particular, But you should not invest in only one or two companies. Ideally, you want to invest in many companies. Personally, I advocate for investing in hundreds of companies. Now, this doesn't mean you have to go out and individually buy hundreds of stocks. That would be quite capital intensive. Even at a few dollars a share, hundreds of stocks adds up really quickly. You also can get away with maybe 10 to 20 stocks if you really do want to manually pick all your stocks. But that's not what I recommend. Instead, I recommend holding ETFs and mutual funds. So ETFs, or exchange-traded funds, allow you to buy a whole portfolio of stocks while only buying one ticker symbol. It's super nice. It's super useful. And personally, beyond that, I recommend buying ETFs that follow an index. But let's jump back into this in a second. Risk warrants reward. Risky stocks warrant bigger rewards. However, not all risk is treated equal. Idiosyncratic risk is risk specific to a stock, and this is not rewarded. When determining risk and reward, the market basically assumes you have a well-diversified portfolio, and the risk you take on because you are holding just one stock and no other stocks, is not rewarded by the market. That's where the saying, 
that diversification is the only free lunch in finance comes from. Because just holding one stock, it's unwise, and you don't get any additional reward for holding just one stock, whereas you do have additional risk. So in essence, the more stocks you hold, the less stock-specific risk you bear. So this is the risk a specific stock performs poorly. If you have 20 stocks, let's say, and one has a bad day, it will probably be offset by good days in other stocks. As the market does well in the long term, so will you. So in short, don't just have one or two stocks, have more. You should buy something like an ETF or a mutual fund, like I was talking about before. One mutual fund I follow is VTI. It follows a U.S. total market index. It has an expense ratio of 0.03%. So as an ETF, you will pay trading fees when you buy the security. But you can also buy this on Robinhood and you won't pay trading fees. But like I mentioned in an earlier episode, you may want to use a limit order. You also may want to buy this in a retirement account. And I will be doing a whole series on investing in retirement accounts and about retirement accounts. We'll get to that soon. You may also want to look at other ETFs that follow an index like VOO, which follows the S&P 500. And likewise, it has a 0.03% expense ratio. And this low expense ratio is critical. Just like interest compounds, fees compound too. And even a 1% expense ratio will add up over time. So the expense ratio essentially tells you how much money management is taking out of the portfolio to pay for their expenses. Now, I'm not saying to never invest in actively traded funds or never invest in single stocks. But I do think a well-diversified portfolio is the starting point, the bread and butter, if you will. And from there, you can add and season according to taste. In my investments class, we would call this tilting. You make a relatively small change in a portfolio by adding one additional stock or investment and seeing the marginal impact on the portfolio. All right. Well, thank you, listener, for submitting your question. And I hope to get to more listeners' questions soon, so please send me more questions. Maybe I will even devote a whole episode to it like this. Stay frugal, my friends. Thanks for listening.